And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. I'm down to dunk And I'm down to dunk I'm down to dunk This is J-Dub and I'm down to dunk I'm Shea Goose Alexander and I'm down to dunk This is Lindy Waters and I'm down to dunk I'm Mike Muscala and I'm down to dunk this is Jay Will, and I'm down to dunk. This is Kenneth Williams, and I'm down to dunk. This is Lou Dort, and I'm down to dunk. We say this is Lou Dort, and I'm down to Dort. <laughs> this is Lou Dort, and I'm down to Dort. <laughs> uh, good morning and welcome to episode one. Three. Six. State of Down to Dunk. You can find us on the Athletic and anywhere else. You subscribe to your podcast. Go to the Athletic.com. Join this morning by Andrew. I gotta say, I'm just fired up to be here today. It's pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. Woo! Slam throw. Taylor. Hit me with that, Jimmy. You want to Jimmy this early? Oh, Jimmy. Jimmy. Every little thing that you do, I'm so in love with Jimmy. <laughs> so, so, and Jay. Yeah, it's Jay. So, that does not make me feel good at all. Everything you just did. So in love with Jimmy. 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 Uh, so not anything truly... Thunder team related, but Thunder future related, Ooh. Thunder city related, is that the uh, arena has been approved for vote from the city council. Woo! December 12th will be the vote. Oh, yeah. And I cannot vote in that election. Party. That a, you don't have the right trash can. I don't have the right trash can. Party. We're gonna, I'm going to vote my B off. Good. Um, so the... <laughs> the um, it's gotten to the internet that the Thunder ownership is paying $50 million out of the $900 million for the arena. And some of the response from people is, why don't they pay more? Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys have thoughts on that? Uh, uh, yeah, I do. I think that, yeah, I would love for them to have paid more. I think that people come to this with a very different perspective than is appropriate i believe and number one is the internet is the loudest fringiest people making the most noise right most of the time uh and so i don't know if that's the general narrative i know that we have a twitter question about that where somebody asks based on comments that she's seeing this is from uh, at thunder the up nope thun thunder up uh, yeah sure and uh 
you know, she says, how confident do you feel about the arena vote passing? Because some of the comments are making me, you know, smiley face, kind of awkward face. But I think I think that it will pass that I feel confident about that. I think this city loves this team. The ownership group does have liquidity, right? Like they have cash mainly because of certain people that exist on it. But it's not as Mm -hmm. if Clay Bennett's you know, swimming around in gold coins like Scrooge McDuck or something. So for them to pony up $50 million, this is, is not obviously as much as a lot of other arenas, but it's, I don't know. I, what am I trying to say? They don't have maybe as just because the franchise is evaluated at $1.4 billion doesn't mean they're sitting on that much money. Yeah. And I did see somebody that said that the Thunder ownership group itself, here's what their net worth is collectively. And it's like 20 some odd billion or whatever. But a lot of that is distributed amongst many people some of them aren't necessarily Oklahoma city people there's a lot of things to say about all of this i would ideally love for the thunder have taken more of this but i don't care enough about that to not absolutely and fully support purchasing or building this arena here's the thing i think if you're mad about it you get to vote vote no i think the thunder being here completely changed oklahoma city is something that was really, really good for the city as a whole. And I want them to continue to be here through 2050. And to do that, we have to pass this and make and pay the majority of the money to build the new facility. When the last time this happened with this same team that the city did not do that in Seattle, a bigger city than ours, they left. Yep. So I don't want that to happen to us because look at how pissed off Seattle is that that happened. Don't want that to happen to us. Huge benefit to the city. Want it to continue to be. So myself, I've evaluated that and I'm going to be voting yes. Well, and Luke, you're you absolutely right. The thing that differentiates us from Seattle is we have very little else. That would be... And we would never get a team back. Never. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would never, ever happen. So it's like Seattle still has the Mariners, still has the Seahawks, still has Seattle being yeah. Seattle. Oh, yeah. It's like Oklahoma City is known because of two things. The Murrow Building bombing in 1995 and the, and the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah, it's true. And, and if we, because of some sort of weird moral outrage that i don't really think is that prevalent which i think there's some justification for like i get it like people with a lot of money should probably pay this i think the mistake that's always made with these maps projects is people assuming well this what else could be done with it that would be better for our community and it's like number one it's never going to go that way nobody's going to pass a tax that's like meant to like everybody likes the fancy and flashy things that's why they vote for things it's like like part of these like some of these last maps projects did include stuff for mental health i think some of the critique of that is those things haven't materialized as much as they have been promised in the past but i, I don't know enough about that to speak yeah with any sort i don't of i don't know either i yeah. just love the thunder and i <sighs> love them enough to give one penny on every dollar to them to the arena and it's a tax that's been happening since the 90s so it's yeah. not like this i don't is, even remember spending money before the tax it's yeah, it's factored into. It's already factored into what we're currently doing. So there, there is going to be no material change. For it's not like, you know, it's going to affect anything. It's already budgeted in. Yeah. So I'm moving. If it doesn't pass, I'm moving. 
Where are you going? Where? I don't know. Just a different city in Dallas. Outside of Oklahoma City. Enid. I'm in Edmond right now, so I can't even vote. Enid. <laughs> yeah. So I, don't listen to Jay, because what, what he has said doesn't matter. He I thought about, vote. like, how can I get an Oklahoma City address before December 12th? But. There's been a lot of people, though, that are chiming in now from all across the, the country about how, you know, Oklahoma City should not pass this. They need to... They need to let these people pay for the arena. What what those people don't understand is that cities, and I think I said this Wednesday, cities like Philadelphia and yep. Dallas and all these, they have leverage. They're like, you're really going to leave this city? Like, you're not going to leave this city. So we're going to we're going to let you pay for a vast majority of it or half of it or whatever to get there. The city doesn't have the leverage with the team. To go and say, "Hey, you're gonna leave?" They'd be like, "Maybe." <laughs> so, like, how many other cities would build a billion-dollar arena publicly funded if they knew they were getting this team? Seattle already has one, by the way. Mm-hmm. You don't think Kansas City would build in one second. immediately? Vegas in a second voted for. Yeah, Vegas would take it too. I mean, there's and then there's a ton of other cities that would publicly fund a building. Because they the know they know the economic impact far outweighs. Yeah, I I understand the argument. I also have lived in Oklahoma City for forty one years. Yeah, and I remember this city before the thunder came. Yeah, and I remember the fact that for my entire life, from zero till twenty five, I didn't go downtown. Yeah. Like nobody went downtown. We we would go to Spaghetti Warehouse maybe once every three years. Yes, or we would sometimes. We, our prom was at Leadership Square or whatever. Yeah, that Leadership was Square was like that. We're was like, it. what is that? Where are you taking me? Like it, one hundred percent. Our city is different in a positive direction because of the influence of the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah, and if you can't see that, you're not paying attention. Yeah. So the argument cannot be whether or not we keep the Thunder. There is a made-up argument in people's minds that says, well, I mean, call their bluff on it. Don't do that. That would be, it would be really dumb. And I get it. Like I said, ownership group, maybe throw in up to 10%. Double what you're giving. I get all of those arguments, but it's not worth losing what the Thunder bring to this this team or this city. The other thing is that I think that national people don't understand is that Oklahoma City has always had this, has done the MAPS projects and has always had this budget in for, for, you know, the majority of our lives. So we're used to it. It's not going to change anything. It's, and, yeah. and if it, and if it pisses you off and you freaking hate it, vote no, you can. Well, that's fine. Actually it's, just abstain. Well, well, yeah, most, I, I see a lot of people that, and then there are some people within Oklahoma city that can vote that are, that are going to vote. No, I mean, that's always going to be the case, yeah. but the truth is it, it becomes extremely uncertain what will happen with the team. If this is voted down. But I just think, obviously, Oklahoma City has made a huge investment in downtown, and I think that has paid off. It is Definitely. much, much, much nicer, and much people go down, and it's a you know thing that people do because of that investment. So I think it's I think it's paid off. Yeah, and Mayor Holt on the podcast you had just talked about the economic impact of the Oklahoma City Thunder, and yeah. how that is at risk. Oh yeah, totally. If they don't pass this, yeah. So I, I wonder. Taylor, I want to give you a chance to to say something because you haven't had an opportunity. I know you're vehemently against this vote, but I just do against wonder, it. like, what is the what will be the push 
over the next two months from the city to make sure that this does get passed. Like right now, it just exists kind of in the, hey, we've sent out a press release. We've had a couple conversations about it. And now, you know. Uh, personally, I haven't seen any of the negative stuff. You haven't? Oh. I haven't seen any of it. Well, it's out there. It's out there and it'll make your, <clears throat> make your blood boil. I'm oh. seeing it. More from people outside of Oklahoma City. Yeah, there's a lot Twitter. of Twitter. Yeah, there's a lot of outside people. Amin's show, Oddball. Yeah, um, I they saw did that. a whole segment on it, and it's like it, it's the, the same least thing. surprising thing. It's the same thing that happens every time people outside of Oklahoma City try to talk about the Thunder. Yeah, there's one thing that they know about it, and they make all these grand assumptions, or you know, have these huge takes and opinions around this one thing. Yeah. Like everything we're talking about is the nuance of the whole thing, right? Mm -hmm. The economic impact. The city doesn't really have much. I thought a, a really good point that Mayor Holt brought up too was music, big musical acts won't come here because the arena is too old. Well, people are going, a lot of good play, good bands and stuff are going to be okay. Yeah, they'll Tulsa. go to be okay because the arena is nicer. Yeah. And it, it's, it's all this extra stuff around it. And also businesses are now uh, investing in downtown, like the Omni Hotel. That mm -hmm. never would have been here. No, nope. it shuts down. If the All the restaurants downtown. There's no way you Scissor have... Tail Park. 80% like. of the restaurants that you have downtown now. Yeah. If you didn't have the Thunder and then other entertainment that was happening downtown. And if all of that is at risk, be, if you don't get a new arena, mm -hmm. it's not just a new arena that you're missing out on. It's And it's not just the Thunder that you'd be missing out on, mm -hmm. Maybe. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, but I don't it's, think it's everything else around it. Businesses aren't <laughs> going to come invest in the city if there's not an economy there for them to thrive and make money. Yeah, and I think people. I think if we could be like step back just a minute, I don't think anybody really is against. Very few people are actually against an arena being built. Mm -hmm. People are against what what made people frustrated was how how little they felt like comparatively five percent. 5% of the overall cost was given by the Thunder ownership group. Mm -hmm. If you look at a lot of the other arenas, some groups gave more, some groups gave less. Like, I, I get it. That's that's really... I don't think any anybody that I trust or know or really knows the city would say, no, we don't need a new arena. There are people that are that, but those are just kind of the people that are against virtually everything anyway. So, I think it is about the ownership group giving more toward the total purchase yeah. price. I yeah, I think that's right. I, I don't think that people are like, oh, no, the Thunder just need to leave. I Some think people else, are, but those people don't matter. Yeah, yeah. I think the a vast majority of people are like, the citizens are getting hosed. And and you know what? I can't disagree with that. But also, is there what a, are you gonna do? Is there a serious the alternative? Right. I don't think that if we voted no, that suddenly... They would be like, oh, you know what? You're right. We'll give three hundred million. I just don't think. <laughs> I think it would honestly piss off the Thunder. Probably. I don't know that for sure, but I think it probably would. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that it's going to be like, all right, back to the drawing table, everybody. All right, Thunder, you need to give much a whole lot more money to this. And you know, I just don't think it's going to result in what people think it would if this was voted no. I think it would. Results in maybe looking elsewhere. Mm -hmm. I mean, the Thunder Ownership Group is not young. Like, it's not a bunch of young guys that are going to own this team for the lifetime of this arena agreement. So, 
honestly, I think like you could make the case that, the, that some of those guys might be looking to, you know, sell a portion of the team. And so, and I'm not trying. I mean, I'm just trying to be real about this. Right. I don't think that suddenly they would just be okay. All right, everybody, we're going to give just so much more money into this now. Some of them may not want to invest all that much. And the the thing is, the city does not have the leverage to -hmm. do something like that. That, to me, is like the main point of if you're upset that the Thunder aren't paying more. Well, the city has no leverage. You just look at, like Luke said, before and after the Thunder were here, everything, everything changed. You can't you can't bargain when you have no leverage. The, uh, the ownership group knows that. The ownership yeah. group knows they're the ones who brought the team here. They brought the team here. They see all the growth and the economic impact. They know that better than we know that. You know, we know that from experience. Yeah, and all this stuff. And yes, the maps programs have done a lot too. But like, it, it's everything together. Look at every big city. Every city that yeah. that is cool, that is fun to go to. Yeah, that there's good food, there's good hotels, there's good entertainment. It's all around that. It's mm-hmm. all around. Yeah, there's parks, but it's like, why? What is the central reason for going downtown? Now there's all these other reasons to go downtown. Yeah, but there just weren't those reasons no. before the thunder. Even when the thunder was here. I wasn't going downtown that much, except for to a Thunder game. Yeah, there. Yeah, there was no reason to, and now there's a lot of reason. Yeah, to go there. Yeah. Plus, if we get a new arena, <clears throat> and we get bigger stuff, we could possibly get a WWE pay per view. Oh. I mean, that's totally. It opens up the possibilities for a lot of an All Star really, game, really cool like, things. Really? And, yeah, and the All Star game too, because if you got the and if you have two arenas downtown that are high-functioning arenas, you're going to get a lot of different acts, Mm -hmm. which is going to bring more business, which is going to trigger more hotels downtown, which will eventually, the Thunder could, Oklahoma City could host an all-star game someday. If this is voted yes. If not, it's, I mean, it. I I don't think it necessarily means 100% the Thunder are moving. But what I do think is that you inject chaos into this conversation mm-hmm. where you just you don't know what's going to happen. Maybe the Thunder do pay more into it. Maybe that's it's not impossible that that happens, but it's I I feel like it's pretty unlikely. Un- it becomes extremely uncertain mm-hmm. with what's going to happen with the team. And I don't think anybody that lives in Oklahoma County wants that. So I don't know. So you, Pokemon go to the polls. That's right. Walk to the polls and catch your Pokemon as you do it. Yeah, I don't I don't think anybody truly wants that. And the people that are that are saying no or wanting to vote no, it's not like 900 million dollars is suddenly going to become available to help with homelessness and all the things that people are arguing against. Like Jay said at the beginning, it's like it's going to go to another big, shiny thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not. And as sad as that is, like, that's just the reality of, right. of where we're at. Um, would it have been, would it be really nice if the ownership group contributed more money? Yes. Yes. Are they going to? Why? It doesn't seem like they. Why would ha- they? It doesn't seem like they have any reason to. Right. It's almost like. They're businessmen. 
They're business people. Yeah. I yeah. They could also be business women. Right. That's why I changed it to people. But the yeah, I mean that's that's a great point. I would it have been better for them to contribute nothing? <laughs> I think I think that even the fifty million they contributed is just for any amount of PR around like now it's like it's bad PR for the ownership group. They don't care. Because yeah. they don't these are the type of people they don't care about that. And I'll, yeah. They don't really care about you. <laughs> they don't. They don't care about like the city. Yeah. They care about money. Mm-hmm. That's really what it's about. And they care about sports. I, I would say Clay Bennett cares about the city. Okay. And has like and I don't I can't Would he lose would he lose a big a large amount of money just because he cares about the city? Clay Bennett probably. Clay Bennett might. Clay is sacrificed. Really? Clay has done a lot to get this team here. Yeah, I mean, they did a lot to get the one did a lot to get the Hornets here, and then did so much to get the Thunder here. I think that he would and has. You know, he's lost money. There have been years that they have lost money to contribute to the team. So I think that's probably a little unfair because I do think that Clay very much cares about the city as a whole. Okay, so then. Would he give more money to the arena? I don't know. That's what, I, that's my thing. Is like okay, if if that's the case, then why didn't they? Yeah, I I don't know. Part of it is like I've said, they don't have to, right? Because they have the city has no leverage to yeah. tell them otherwise. You know, the fifty million was like a gift because they could. This could be a fully publicly funded arena. Yeah, I mean, they could. What they could do is just say, you know, you got to build a new arena. We're leaving. And they're saying we want to build a new, and they're still giving, you know, fifty million dollars. It's not chump change. And by the way, yeah, they they they've kind of already done that before. From Seattle. Well, yeah, that's exactly right. So why? So and it's so like we, we, the thing is, if we've just seen what happens when when this when a city doesn't build it, you you mean you have to invest in the team's facilities to have them stay. Yeah, and so, and if you don't, I mean, you're taking a huge risk. I don't think we should. Yeah, and the, I mean, we have to remember also, like they extended, they had a long term lease, they extended it. That's over. It expires in 2026. So it's not like the Thunder could take a look at that and say, like, hey, you're not voting yes. You you decided not to build an arena here. Our lease expires in 2026. And Kansas City is close. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of possibilities that could be. Honestly, if it was about money fully, the ownership group could say, "Let's move it back to Seattle." How much money are you making with this team in Seattle, Washington? Because mm. if it is about money, at the end of the day, and these are businessmen, the best business move. They have a billion-dollar facility in Seattle right now ready for a team. To move this team to Seattle would be the best business move that they can make. Man, think how annoying Seattle, like Seattle the city fans would be on Twitter (laughs) to Oklahoma City. Yeah. Can't let that happen. Yeah, we we can't let that happen because truly if it is about money, there are other arenas that are state-of-the-art, that are ready, and ready to house an NBA team. And they could make so 
much money. They could also, in Seattle, they could be a team that that could recruit players in free agency because of the location. They could do a lot of other things. They could probably pay the luxury tax more because they're going to make more money there. There's like so many more advantages to being there than being here. Mm-hmm. And there and probably Vegas the same thing. There'd be way more advantages, and you could actually recruit players. I mean, look at the WNBA team that's going on in Vegas right now. It's the best team in the league, and they have all the stars there. You could do so. Players like Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> there'd be players that would want to play in Vegas. It would be economically better for the ownership group to do this, and it would it would give Sam Presti more tools to play with than if they were here. So, like, there's there's a lot of reasons why you would want your team to move economically for the ownership group. So don't be stupid and vote no on this. Because we aren't that big league of a city to be able to vote no on this. We don't right. have the leverage. We're not that cool. Don't do this. All right. Reality check. Okay, I'm done. I think we were probably just screaming into the void for most of that because if you're listening to this podcast, yeah. more than likely you're like, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Do you know who know, the sometime. ownership group is for the Oklahoma City Thunder? Like any it's of the a, companies that they represent? No. It's me. I just did a little bit of a deep dive and it's like what you got? George Kaiser is unquestionably the most financially set as far as net worth. Like mm-hmm. he's got a net worth of 13 or $14 billion. He's also the one that built the commonplace in uh, Tulsa. Huge playground area. Like, so I do think that there is a philanthropic the gathering place. Gathering, gathering place. place. Commonplace books. Did not know that. He's so rich. The normal the gathering wow. place. How do you do Sorry, that? I don't <laughs> frequent it because I'm not what? in Tulsa. Nor do a, I have a child it, that want to play in it. It is unbelievable. He owns, he owns the regular place. You've never been to gathering place? Yeah, I have. I just, oh, it's okay, been a long okay. time. I forgot oh, the name. It's amazing. It. Yeah. yeah it's, it's amazing. But the Kaiser Foundation has done tremendous philanthropic good in yeah. our city. And that's the hard part, too, is like, I don't want to get into the. Because there's a whole bunch of underlying like capitalism, anti, you know, all of those things that are part of this, and some of there's some of that's validity. Like there's valid points to all of that, mm-hmm. uh, but make that argument somewhere else, please. Also, not not for my precious thunder. He also owns a third place old coffee shop in Stillwater. <laughs> all the places he owns yep. them. <laughs> all play, all places. The quiet place. The movie. He my thing with these people is it's like. The, this is it. It's about leverage with them. Yeah. You know, yes, they might want to do things that uh, are good for people, but they're not doing it if there's not a benefit to them. That's why they're billionaires. Yeah, exactly. Man, give me some. Yeah. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, okay. I have a game for we're you going guys. Through, going through a huge, <laughs> or how deep in the weeds are we going to get on I this? Know. Come to our, come to our side podcast. Taylor and I are going to go on deep dives of, you know, the economy and how we got where we are. You know, I've heard. Okay. What is it? I've heard this. If, if you're having a, like a wedding or baby shower or something like you invite a bunch of people to just look up all like billionaires and send them invites because they have people that like get their mail and they're like, oh, this person's not going to go to that, but they just send gifts anyway. Ooh. Ooh. <clears throat> interesting That's idea. Send them out. Very interesting idea. All right. You guys want to play a game? Very cool. Yeah. Okay. So I want you guys to tell me 
the top five Thunder players in points scored, total points scored. But I need you to tell me the exact order from last season. Oh, this is like a quite the pivot. We have to, it's a hard pivot. Shay one. You guys have to decide together. Hold on, Shea, what's the? So what, you can talk it out. We got to choose. Talk it out. I'm still. My brain is still in conversations about the the arena. We got to choose the most points per game. No, no, no. Point total points scored over the season. Over the season. Shea one. I think Shea has to be one. I mean, yeah. I know Shea has to be one. Yeah, Shea's one. Dort is my second guess. Yeah. Who else played Giddy? Yeah. Wait. I bet. Giddy would be five. No, no, I think he's three. He averaged uh-huh. what seventeen a game. Yeah. So is he two? No, I think I. I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember. This is why we are terrible. So we know that who are the five guys? Who else is there? Because after you get to three, I'm very much out on who scored points. I think J Dub's up J-Dub. there. J Dub. On who total points, though, is the guy. unique one because he it took him a while to kind of get his feet underneath him. Yeah, but uh, he's, he was still averaging, you know, ten or Isaiah 11 Joe. The start. I don't uh, think he was here long enough. Darius Baisley? No, they did sign Isaiah Joe in October. Really? Yeah, like at, at the tail end of training camp. I just don't remember him playing. He didn't that play a ton much. early until that Dallas game where he changed it. <laughs> Completely. Um, but the fact that Andrew even gave me that makes me think he's not on the list. Do with it what you will. We're I missing will. somebody that's Let's incredibly say, obvious. Uh, so right now we have Shea. October mm-hmm. 16th is when they signed him. Oh. Dort. Shea, Dort, Giddy. Giddy. J-Dub. J-Dub. Who's the fifth guy? I don't know. I don't either. Let me look it up real quick. Who started that we not, we're not thinking of? J-Will, but I don't think he scored enough. You guys have about 20 seconds to Let's figure put, this out. You can put Isaiah Joe. It's five. I'm okay with that. I don't care. Not Trey Mann. Not Aaron Wiggins. Mm-mm. Not Mm-mm. JRE. Not Mm-mm. Poku. Not. Okay, Mm-mm. let's go. Okay, We're ready. so what's your order? Shay. Okay. We're I, already going to lose at number two. No. Who are you going with? Giddy, I think. Yeah, yeah, Giddy. Oh, Giddy, really? number two. Okay. Number three, Dort. Okay. Number four, J-Dub. Okay. Number five, Joe. Isaiah Joe. Oh. You guys are really close. Really close. What do we got? You guys, all you had to do was flip J-Dub and Dort, and you were there. Oh, wow. Oh, really? Yeah. Shay, Giddy. Don't high-five high a loss. Good job, it. guys. Hey, it was a good loss. Close, <laughs> close loss. Uh, Shay, Giddy, yeah, J-Dub. about moral victories here. Guys. Dort and Joe. So, so Dort was fourth. Uh, Dort was fourth. How about it, that? It was close. J-Dub had 1,056 points. Dort had 1,013 points. Ooh. Ooh. There's one more game for Dort. Yeah. Dort missed some time, too. People forget. That was cool. All right. <laughs> I have one more game. Oh. This one's called Who Said It? Your Mama. All right. We have training camp. <laughs> we have training camp coming up uh, in the next few weeks. And so these are quotes from training camp last year. I'll give you the quote. All you have to do is tell me who said it. I was working out 
pretty much. I was putting on weight. Hmm. Trey man. Thunder only? Yeah, Thunder only. Yeah. League wide. <laughs> oh good no. Good luck. Uh Trey Man, that sounds like a good guess. I was working out pretty much. I was putting weight on. Basically. I'm gonna say it's just first person to get it. Get Chat. Poku. Gets a Poku. Poku. Yes. You got oh, it. I was working out pretty much. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. Say it in their accent, please. No. I was definitely grateful and blessed. Oh, my. Who said G&B? To be valued by an organization like the Thunder. Isaiah Joe. I got a chance to think about... Mike Muscala. Okay. Remember, training camp started in September of last year. So Isaiah Joe's not in any of I these. got a chance to think to think about the extension, and I was celebrating with my family. Oh, Dort. No. I'll just say them all. And... Shay? I was definitely grateful and blessed to be valued by an organization like the Thunder. Kenrich. Kenrich Williams. That's oh. two for Jay. I just say them all, guys. This is the win. That's yeah. how you do it? You don't get wrong guesses. You just keep saying it. Oh. All right. I got two more. This player said that he knows Victor Wimbanyama and believes in the hype. Usman Jing. He said, I think he's really hungry. Oh, he's so hungry. <laughs> I think he's really hungry. Chet. Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy. Jimmy. I think he's really hungry. Jimmy. There we go. I don't know. Who would know Wimbanyama? I think he's really hungry. Uh, Trey Man, Baisley, Dort, uh, no. J. Will, no. Chet, Giddy, Giddy, no. Shay, I think he's really hungry. Poku, no. Uh, J. Will, already Mm-mm. said that. J. Dub, that's the whole roster, dude. No other guesses. Remember. This is training camp. Mike Muscala. Darius Baisley. <laughs> there were players that were on the team that were traded. Teo Maladon. Teo Maladon. Oh, wow. Frunch. Very good. Jimmy. Jimmy. Um, <laughs> I think he's really hungry. Okay. This player said that he's wearing 97 because he was born in that year. Uh, Meta World Peace. <laughs> that was a good guess. Baisley. Who's born in 97, so that made him 20. Basically, changed to 55 at the beginning of last year from seven. Uh, oh, my gosh. Darius uh, Baisley. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> this guy, so he, he played. He actually started games is my guess, but I cannot remember his name. He started a game in Miami on yeah. national oh television. Oh, my gosh. He... He played for the Pistons. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, and after the Thunder beat U- the Pistons. Eugene? Eugene. Oh! Oh! Eugene. Did Jay sweep that? Yeah. I think oh, yeah, he did. Dude. Good job, Jay. That was the only one I actually knew. Oops. Wow. Congratulations, Jay. You can really high-five that one. Uh, all right. We're going to take a quick break after that. We're going to move on to Tayshawn's factoid. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? 
Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free When it's time for me to find a job, I went right to LinkedIn Jobs. They helped me find the right employer, and it was, man, very, very easy process. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. 2.5 million small businesses use LinkedIn for hiring. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash dunk. That's linkedin.com slash dunk to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, we're back after that quick break. It's time for Tayshawn's Factoid. Nope. Tayshawn's Factoid, Bickery Mystery. Tayshawn's Factoid, Bickery Mystery. Hey, I'm Tayshawn. This is my Victory Dictory. Marcus Morris went on all the smoke. Mm. 
and they asked him about Jokic. I don't know if you remember this. Yeah. Jokic hit him from behind. Yep. Um, a while ago, hurt Marcus Morris. He was out. This was when he was on the Heat. Mm-hmm. Is that not Markeith? That's what I thought, too. Was it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, Marcus no. Morris has been on the Clippers in Boston for the last decade. Yeah. Yeah, this was Markeith. Okay. They're twins. Wait, wait, wait. Now I'm confused. If you ask both of them if they wanted an ice cream ice cream cone, both of them say yes. Both of them say, how the hell? They are twins. That is all. Okay, well, now I'm confused. Was I watching Markeith or Marcus? Was Marcus talking about getting back at Jokic for his brother? Dude, I don't. I didn't listen oh, to it. Oh, Lord. Anyway, one of them was on there. And they were talking about getting... Uh, the, he publicly admitted that he was trying to get Jokic, okay? When they were playing Denver. Trying to get him, couldn't get to him. <laughs> so he saw Austin Rivers and decided, I'm going to go after Jokic's teammate. Went after Austin Rivers. What? And hurt him on purpose. Admitted this on All the Smoke. I believe it was yesterday. So... Does Adam Silver have to put have him arrested? <sighs> arrested. This is probably not the first time the Morris twins have done something like this. Right. But they're not going on a podcast and talking about how they put they're like oh boy. Trying so to did hurt he, someone. But did he actually hurt yes. Austin? Yes. In what way? Like how uh, okay. I think he I think he like ran I like was Austin. I out? vaguely like, remember. Could he not this. play? No, he. I think he could play, but there was a fight. There was a scuffle. Yeah, a kerfuffle. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's stuff like that that happens all the time that we just don't know. Like, why are these guys fighting? You know, like why are Austin Rivers and Marcus Morris fighting? Yeah, and this you know? is why because he decided he couldn't get to Jokic. Yeah, because Jokic kept looking. He was trying to like get him without Jokic. Oh knowing. my goodness. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Yes. Yeah. And so... Um, okay, so let me give some clarity since this has you. been just a confusing mess. So <laughs> Marcus Morris went on all the podcast. <laughs> okay, it was Marcus Morris. And the purpose was he is going to get revenge for his brother. brother. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. Markeith was shoved. Marcus is going to get revenge. He is the one that ultimately got to Austin Rivers. Okay. So I was right. Hey, thank you for clarifying. And the reason he My said segment. is because he knew the league uh, was going to be paying attention to retaliation against Jokic, but not. <laughs> not, not to this guy who not, had nothing to do not, with the original situation at all. Not this innocent person. <laughs> yes. So I'm just going to get him. Also, Austin Rivers, so much smaller than Jokic. Yeah, it's a pretty... <laughs> so... Like, much different, a way different situation. They were both on the podcast, but Marcus... Oh, okay, okay. Uh, So to answer your question... Mainly because Markeith is not playing and, and like, really getting minutes anymore much. Mm -hmm. To answer your question, no. Adam Silver's not going to have him arrested because Adam Silver cannot arrest people. He can find him. (laughs) And probably should. Is he going to find him? No. You don't think so? No, not a chance. I think so. I think well. I think he should. I don't think you should have your players going on podcasts and saying I'm out there intentionally getting retribution and right, like taking the you know this into my own hands, like, yeah, like I, Batman. Yeah, I, I think he's going to have to. Do I don't something. disagree with you. I just don't think that Silver's going to do anything. It takes a lot for Adam Silver to do anything. That is 
seen as mean to the players. Mm. So I don't think he's going to do anything. But it is insane. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. <laughs> they are insane people. <laughs> you know, stay away from the uh, the Morris twins. Jimmy John's back. Jimmy. Jimmy. Oh, I've got some advice. Okay. Someone's looking for some advice. Here it is. He says, I was visiting my girlfriend while she was studying at Starbucks, and I was about to leave. I just blurted out, quote, love ya, unquote. I have not told her I love her yet. Oh, I've only been dating her for about three months. So in the middle of Starbucks, the only thing I thought to do is what Nick and New Girl does and moonwalk awkwardly out of the store. <laughs> what do I do? How do I take it back? What if she actually loves me and will be super pissed if I take it back? What should I do? Yeah, you can't take it back. Here's what you do. Never acknowledge it. Yeah, just should, should. just go on. Don't acknowledge it. And go about your life. Yep. This is where gaslighting starts in your relationship. <laughs> this is the beginning of a real relationship. Yep. <laughs> I would just say, if she brings it up, she can bring it up. But I don't I don't think you should be like, hey, remember I told you I love you? You love me too? <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. No, I just the say, only other option is to like actually address it. If it's awkward, yeah. you have to if you if you value the relationship, you're just not there to make that commitment yet, then I think you just have to address it and be like, hey, we all know this is instinctive, but you know, because that's it's all like, it was. It's like yeah. it's like when you call but the, does your he teacher love it's mom? like when you call teacher mom. It just happens. Yeah, it's true. Does he does this person needing advice actually love her though? And that's yeah, that's saying. a great question. That we need answers. This is why. This is, is he, why he shouldn't. This is why he shouldn't bring it up. Is he in love? So. Yeah, because what if he? If he is in love. You shouldn't. You you shouldn't make this weird. Okay, then this. How about this? He starts at every goodbye saying "love ya" and then does the awkward moonwalk. Make it his thing. Love ya. Uh, but but then what if she's like, "Hey, so about that." I love you too. And he's like, oh, that was actually just in, uh, I didn't mean to say that. Yeah. I think also, that's why you have to address it first and be like, hey, I took a step in our relationship that's not there yet for me. <coughs> and so I don't want to say anything, get you, you know, like, I don't want to say anything that I don't mean because words matter. You know, like there's a way to address it in, in a way that's more assertive than it is kind of reactive is my opinion. But yeah, I wouldn't do it. I would just, I would move out of the city. Yeah, I just disappear. You can, yeah, you can start a new life somewhere else. <laughs> there man. are options, buddy. How 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 in are you on this career you've established in your city? How is your family there? Do you have a home? What's your income level? Can you move quickly and immediately? No. Love you, love you. Hey, who, who, what's our what's our guy's name? Uh, <laughs> because of the nature of this, I'm not going to give too much information because I don't. Uh, I just wanted to tell him, love you. Love ya. Love All ya. Right. Love ya. Love ya, guy. Um, have you guys said I love you to someone that you didn't mean to? Like on the phone? I have done uh, it twice. Really? To customers. Oh. <laughs> I love you. Really? They're like, all right, have a good day. They're like, okay, have a good day. I'm like, okay, bye. I love you. I'm like, oh. <laughs> 
I will sometimes jokingly say it to people at drive-thrus, but not. Oh, that's on that's nice. What if if it, you say to someone at Chick Fil A, do they have to? What say if we it just back? made it more common? <laughs> I love you. They yeah. so when then I want to become common, it, it has it, no significance. I was going to say it loses its so. meaning. When I'm yeah. at Chick Fil A, change that word. When yeah. I'm at Chick Fil A, I just say thank you as many times as possible because they have to say my pleasure every yeah. time. And so the person that that's giving me food is just like, I don't think my pleasure. True. I think my you're pleasure, making this my up. pleasure, my pleasure. Oh, it is. I think you're making it up. By the way, what, what, if, you, what if you told what if you told made, them my pleasure first? We what, all what do they have partook to say? in the pimento? We did. We did. Yeah, we did. What would you guys give it? What elite? What, what great elite sandwich? I'm never gonna get it again. And if I do, I'm gonna get it without jalapenos. I had I to get it spicy. With I had to get it. The fr- I know, and it was so good. It was good. It's so good. Too much spice. Well, for you, the jalapenos are make it really good. Though, so I had one without jalapenos. Yeah, not as good. Yeah, I could see that. It just—it's the combination, and that's one of the things it's I'm trying to do. Is if if they the made it this yeah. way, I'm going to try to keep it that way because there's a reason they did it. Well, the thing is, is it going to be better than what I get? Is a normal chicken sandwich with pepper jack cheese and bacon. Yeah, it's not better than that. I disagree. I must have stolen what I get from Chick Fil A from you, but I get the spicy with bacon and pepper jack cheese. Oh, it's still good. It I would still take that over the pimento. But did you guys put sauce on the? Did no. you try sauce no. with it? You just don't need it. No, it is. It's like a real, and partly because it's a warm sandwich, is the pimento begins to melt, and so yeah. it's kind of got. And there's a honey bit, on it, and it's got honey on it. It's got a, it's got enough flavor. Yeah, you don't need but, it. But I'm never going to get it again because of what I like, I, what I normally get I like so much. Never. 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 I'll probably, I'm going to get it again. I'll get it again. It was good. Is I won't get it, so- it every time because it's really expensive, but yeah. it's like a treat. It is a treat. Uh, yeah, it was good though. Okay. Uh, should we do some Twitter questions? Mm-hmm. Nope. Oh my gosh. Jimmy. Twitter questions. You got questions and you ask them on Twitter. <laughs> now we answer them for you. This is Twitter questions. Now let's get down to it. You got Jimmy. Jimmy. Hey, our first Twitter question comes from at Austin underscore revived. Who wants to know our J-Dub stat line predictions? Feels like you're ready to take a leap, but also might have reduced opportunities this year. So I've got a game to play. Okay. Directly out of this question. Mm-hmm. I pick, I think, a comparable player from a year or two before him. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give you their stat line. And you can tell me over under. Can we first establish what his stat line was last mm, year? Sure. As a baseline? Yeah. 14 points, four and a half rebounds, three assists, 1.4 steals per game, which is like, that's pretty nice. 52% from the field, 35% from three. Okay. This player played 32.6 minutes per game. Okay. Is that a decent number? Yeah, he played 30. Stop, stop, stop. All right, this person. Stop, stop, stop. Jimmy E the B. Shot 36% from the three-point line. J-Dub, over, under. 36.1. Um, Probably under. 
over. What was? Could you repeat the question? Thirty-six point one percent. Is J Dub going to shoot over, or under, or push? Right in the same. Right in the same. Push. All right. The Total rebounds. Same. This player, four point one rebounds per game. Over. 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 All right. This person, three point five assists per game. Mm. Under. Yeah. Under. Push. This push. person, eighteen point six points per game. Mm. Under. Oh boy, he was at. So he averaged during a portion of the season eighteen points per game. I think it's totally possible that he gets there again. And a, and a lot of it is he's just been really efficient scoring around the rim. And in, I mean, he scored fifty two percent from the field is insane for a rookie. Mm-hmm. So does can you tell me who that second year player was say, I just named? I'll say over. Um, man, I don't know. So over eighteen point six points per game. I think it's possible. Yeah, there's enough. There's enough shots for him. Yeah, I, I, I think there's a good chance that J Dub emerges as the second scorer on this team next year. Like, I think that's a real possibility. And if he is, then I think he'll be over 18 points per game. Who is the player I just used as his statistic comparison? He's a second year player. Second year player, 18.6 points per game. How many games did he play? 80. He played 80 games. He played a lot of games. All but two of them. Hmm. Jason Tatum. He's a second, second year, year player. player. Oh, right now. I thought you were also, comparing Jason him to Tatum. Something. Okay, yeah. Like what Jason Tatum did his second his year. His second now. year, yeah. Oh, okay. Last year was his second year in the NBA. Was it Franz? Franz Wagner, world oh. champion. Yeah. Don't you think that's a decent like level of comp for J-Dub? Yeah. I would like to think of J-Dub as higher than Franz. Franz is very good. Yeah, he's world champion. He's getting a lot, a lot, a lot of hype. A lot of love. A lot of love for the Wagner man. Um, Deservedly. Yeah, deservedly so. Yeah. Yeah, I think if he's like 18, 5, and 3. Yeah, that'd be amazing. I think it's possible. I think he's really good. You see, he was on a podcast that I had never heard of before. Um. It was pretty good. I have nothing else to say. <laughs> Franz? <laughs> was that kind of like saying I love you to somebody? You're yeah. Like, I, love I you. Should, should not have mentioned this. Love you. Love you. Let's go to our next Twitter question. It comes from at JohnSal1962. Who wants to know, is there any chance Thunder trade for a significant role player if they're doing well enough before the trade deadline? I mean, what's a significant role player? to you guys is that a guy off the bench is that significant enough i think it has to be and i think it has to be like the thunder need shooting and there's somebody that's available that doesn't cost a ton like i've already i've already put my kind of flag down on the fact that i think that this roster is relatively at least your main guys is relatively set if there were somebody that were to come available that you just can't pass on that's the right guy for the right position of need. I think that they could do that. I, it just wouldn't make a ton of sense to me. Yeah, I. Just I mean, wait a year. I think they'll make some kind of move, whether it's significant or not. I don't know. I mean, they they traded for Sharich last year. Mm-hmm. Was that significant enough for people? Mm. Would like I like the Sarge move. Trading for Doug McDermott do enough for you? You know, is that that's not significant. Yeah, I don't think so either. I would say I don't think they'll trade for anybody. Who's going to be the who? Who's your projection prediction of who is 
going to be the major sellers at the trade deadline? Uh, at the deadline, I mean, I th- I think that the Blazers would be willing to trade off some of their like guys. Anthony Simons. Yeah, I would not trade for Anthony Simons. Okay, um, I think the Wizards are Nurkic are going to make their guys available. I mean, never, never, ever, no. Who else might be sellers at the deadline? The Wizards. Are, that's a good one. I think this, I think the Jazz could be sellers. Would Somebody adding could... Ke- would adding Kelly Olynyk be a big enough piece? I like you. that idea. What about what about uh, Bogdanovich from the well, either one of them from the Pistons or the Hawks? They're just old. Okay, both of them are old. How old's Olenek? He's old too, but I just don't think it would cost as much to get him because yeah. he's expiring. Um, Bogey oh. in Detroit is is like technically expiring too, but it's going to cost you a lot more. To get yeah. him, mm-hmm. and I just don't know how much he truly helps you. And he is a guy that needs shots and minutes and all of that. Like Olenek, if he doesn't play in the playoffs or the play-in or whatever, it's not going to be the end of the world for him. But you're not going to bring in Bogdanovich to come in here and not play. Mm-hmm. So a lot of it is that we just have a, there's just so many unanswered questions within the roster that I think it's hard to think about adding somebody that of like true significance to the team and Corkmaz and Corkmaz can't get minutes in Philly well yeah it's not here I mean what about somebody from the Brooklyn Nets who who are we talking Nick Claxton Darius Baisley Dorian Finney-Smith Dorian Finney-Smith is an interesting one because I I mean they've got a lot of wings and I think they're eventually going to have to trade one I mean, I'm not giving up a first-round pick for Dorian Finney-Smith. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that much right there. I'm not doing you. that. I just need to see this. I mean, this is all so theoretical. <laughs> you slid it in there. That was good. Just, mm. What I about just, Cam Johnson? I always do. I mean, he's just resigned. He's I'm just, just trying to think of, like, who are the teams that could be selling people? The Nets need to restock their draft cupboard. I think the Nets are looking for a superstar. Did y'all read The Indian in the Cupboard when y'all were kids? Yeah, yes. They put Darth Vader in there in the movie. Instead of the Indian? Well, he puts a bunch of toys in there. Oh, yeah. yeah. He loves that. Yeah. Oh, to see if they all come alive? Yeah, and then he yeah. shuts it right and they, back. And they do. Back the they toilet. do come alive. Yeah. Do you guys even use the word cupboard in your real life? <sighs> no. No. Cabinet. Cabinet. Drawer. Yeah. Pantry. Yeah, I never use the word cupboard. Except for when I'm talking about Indian in the cupboard. Love that book. What about Hatchet? Did you all yeah. read that one? Yes. Fantastic book. Is it that good? I don't remember. Yeah, but doesn't, isn't there a sequel? He gets stuck in the wilderness again. Yeah. At that point, it's like, shame on. It's like, come on, Fool dude. me once. Yeah, shame you're the on. problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're Hatchet twice, 3, the plane shame. crashed again. Like, come on, buddy. No. Yeah, Maybe he's deliberately crashing. I'm out here again. How, then it becomes he's crashing the, the plane. Yeah. If, you, if your plane crashes and you're in the woods and you only have a hatchet, mm-hmm. how long is it dead. until you get dead. on your next plane? Oh, what? Why did the hatchet have anything to do with it? <laughs> because you're stuck in because you're stuck in the woods with the hatchet and you survive. But uh, the, and that's what happens in the book. But it's for me, probably never again. Just not a plane guy ever, ever, ever again. Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, you're back in normal. The larger question is: If you got in a plane crash, would you? <sighs> and you survived? Would you? <laughs> obviously. Seems that the whole question is predicated on surviving. I don't think I do. Would you get back in the plane? No, I don't think so. I think the question is, would you go to therapy afterwards? Luke's saying no. 
Um, the, the therapist might say, "Don't get on the plane. Don't do it." You know, the what are the chances you're on two planes that crash though? Because oh, like once you crash once, and if you survive, yeah, then it's like, oh, I'm good. Like what are yeah, the chances? Just playing the odds. Again, playing the odds. That's what happened yeah. to the hatchet man, and it happened again. again. He got stuck in, and he had the second time. I think he had to build a boat. Yeah, this is based upon a true story. Is it? No. The um, most dangerous game is. So I would say, I'm not getting back on a plane. Okay, I probably would. Yeah. How maybe. soon? How long would it take you? Maybe a couple of years. And he's on a small plane versus like he's a large back. plane. He's right? back. You guys are all trapped again. It happened to him. You're getting trapped again. But at least you get another book written about you. Yeah, I think. And then don't you have to fight True. a moose? Do you fight a moose? There's the a moose, moose somewhere in there. The moose keeps effing him up, I think. Mooses are big. Mooses are huge. And they don't, I don't think. Fear, Is it mooses? Fear Is it human. just moose are big? Moose. Meese. Meese. Yeah. Meese, meese are big. Nice. And they don't fear humans. They don't fear humans. I don't think so. Well, why would they? They're so <laughs> big. <laughs> <laughs> they are really big. Have you guys watched that show? Uh, it's Northern a survival exposure? show. Oh no, naked and afraid. No, um, Bear Grylls. Mm, well, yes. Have you watched the Bear Grylls one where you can decide what happens in it on Netflix? No, the kids are super into. Yeah, it. choose your own adventure. Have you done that, Jay? No. Is that the one that Marshawn Lynch is on with Bear Grylls? <laughs> no, no. I, but I wish. want to watch that. Yeah, that oh would my be gosh, awesome. I wish. But yeah, no. You can choose what he does. He's like. Off to try to rescue like a like s- some animal or something. You can choose like what the decisions he makes. My kids like always make the decision to try to like kill bear grills, and it's hilarious. <laughs> They're just like so in real life though. Bear grills does both. He always has to do both things. Yeah, he does both things. Where it's like, should I swim across this river or should I do you know whatever else? And oh, you or should, what a or should life. I get shot with a gun? And your kids are just like, shoot him. <laughs> shoot him. <laughs> shoot him. Uh, it's, uh, it's great. I don't know what we're talking about now. Where are we at? Uh, the Indian in the cupboard. Indian in the cupboard. That's yeah. how we got there. Hatchet, naked, and afraid. Hey, guys, let's go to our <laughs> Alone. next. Alone. That's the show. And so that's the chance that the Thunder would trade for a significant role player. Let's go to our next Twitter question. <laughs> it comes from at Thunder. Wiker, who says, would Poku get better or worse if he put on 90 pounds of pure muscle before training camp? Better. Worse. Next question. Better. Better. If especially he, if you can put it like in your shoulders. Especially if he turned into the, uh, turned green and yeah. was the Hulk. Yeah. Oh, hey, let's go to the next Twitter question. It comes from at smells like updog. Pick one for the next Thunder era. Poku, man, Wiggins. Wigs. Are we getting, uh, is there any other qualifiers there? Right. No. Like, do we get to. It's make, right now, the player right now. Aaron Wiggins. Yeah, Aaron Wiggins. Yeah. Pretty easy. Zach Deeg, who says, excluding injuries, what would have to happen this year to result in a disappointing season? I think missing the play in. Yeah, missing the play in. And it's just like varying levels of disappointment. Missing the yeah. play in is like real disappointed. That would be really disappointing. Making the play in a little bit disappointed. Making the play in and losing making is disappointing. Yeah. Making the play in, winning the first one, losing the second one again, probably a little disappointing. Slightly disappointing, but making the playoffs certainly possible. Gene Bead. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Championship, the opposite of disappointment. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and 
it's possible that they are in the play-in mix. There's a, there's just a lot of really yeah. good teams. So, and then aside from injury, like they just have to not shoot very well, I think. Which Man. Is, which I think is really possible. I don't know. Not with Davis out there. <laughs> yeah. It's all depends on how consistent Chet can be. Like I was uh, yeah. a little bit concerned in summer league that he didn't shoot very well. Yeah. From the three-point line, but then you just watch. I mean, it, everything else from his career would make you think that he is going to be an efficient three-point shooter. Yeah, I'm not wor- that worried about even the threes because he may not hit threes at a decent enough level in his rookie season. But I think he's he just scores in other ways, though. So, next Twitter question. It comes from at maximum underscore clout. Who wants to know fanny pack or cross body bag? Mm. Could you wear a fanny pack as a cross body bag? Yeah, I think a lot of people do. Is that what he's talking about? I don't know. I don't think so. Like, is he talking about like a legit satchel? I think that's what he's talking about. No, he's talking about the trendy cross body. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. 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 That's what I thought. Yeah. Go fanny pack. So the question is, is do you wear it like a sash or like a belt? A belt, sash, sash. I'm a sash. sashman. Definitely really? sash. Yeah. Why? Yeah. It just is more convenient. Like across here? Yeah. 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 No, it's not. It's in your. It's right here in your space. Oh yeah. Well, it's not right here. Yeah. That's that's such that's such so easy. I'm saying where the I got a little bag. bit of a belly too. That's so. such so easy. <laughs> it's such so easy. That's such so easy. <laughs> if you it's go, so easy. It's, it's also I guess well no. But like I went to the beach and I got a fanny pack and I got my sunscreen That's the in there. Poku ad for his Poku uh, fanny pack. It's such so easy. It's such so easy. so easy. It is great. You can get your sunscreen in there, your wallet, your phone. No, but you could do it's the great. same thing with one across your body. Don't do it. It's such so easy. It's such so easy. It's such so easy. May I? Yeah. Don't wear it across your body. It's not the watch. This is going to be bad. I, I will definitely wear it across my body. What? Right. Okay, whatever. It's kind of like in right now to wear a bag like that, too. Yeah. Lulu sells so. them. Lululemon, have you heard of it? Uh-uh. It's an exercise uh, equipment. You sound like lemon. No, wait. It's exercise clothes. Super expensive. So you're saying like this? Yeah, right. Definitely. Don't do this. That's what people are wearing. Definitely. This is what a great do. opportunity for you to uh, remind people to subscribe to our YouTube channel. I'm like and subscribe. Just wearing. smash the like button. Yeah, you're really missing out. <sighs> Whatever. Now wear it. Now wear it on your uh, belt area. I am in the dilemma as a grown man, 41 years old. Here's the other thing. You it, okay? You, go you ahead. Said, you, so you said you had your belly. Right, like, I love oh, I have a belly. It's mm-hmm. gonna make me look fat. Take off. Untuck your shirt and put it over the fanny pack. Can't tell. What? Yeah, it just looks like a little belt bulge. Little belt bulge. Man, that kid guy looks skinny. He must just be wearing that fanny pack to cover up his belly bulge. I uh I'm in this I and I've oscillated back and forth over the last few months. This is my L man's advice. I have a relatively nice leather satchel, kind of a laptop bag looking thing. Is this a brag? Brag time? No, 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 no. I got it as a gift, guys. Is it real leather? No, it's it's made out of a Pleather. I don't know what it is. I think it's real leather. I have no idea. Doesn't matter. This is irrelevant. Love you. And love you. Love you. Love you, Jimmy. And Jimmy. <laughs> I also have a backpack. I 
Tried two mul- bags. I tried multiple oh, times. Definitely, Rich. definitely bragged. Guys, I'm listen, <laughs> I have many fine bags. Uh, I I'm trying to like. Is it? Have I crossed the threshold where, as an adult, I should be using not a backpack because a backpack is just so mm. much more convenient? Yeah. No, you're not. No, definitely. You can not. wear a backpack. Okay, good. You definitely wear a backpack. I wear a backpack to every Thunder game. Here's the thing. All right. Good. That makes me feel better. Yeah. Either. You can, you can backpack. But you're not wearing a backpack into court. No. You're wearing a briefcase. Yeah, I, I was going to say, it's, it's different. Yeah. Crossbody briefcase. What is, what is the situation you're walking in? What are you walking <laughs> into? <laughs> Hard briefcase across your chest. <laughs> Diagonally. Yeah. Briefcase, briefcase if you're going into a professional setting, and then if not, either is fine. Yeah. I think you're Luke wears his See, briefcase. See, but my professional like settings pack. are far different than yours. <laughs> <laughs> <All right>. hmm. <laughs> Please wear a crossbody satchel for uh, or a crossbody fanny pack for court today. You can take the poker one. I'll just give that out for Andrew. No. No. Oh, man. That's funny. The other thing about wearing a crossbody is everything in it is everything in it is at it's at a diagonal mm-hmm. on you. So yeah. everything in it is falling to the side. So if you oh, no. unzip it, it's all gonna fall. It's gonna be more likely to fall out. Okay, so let me make your my, there, let, let me make let me make a quick counter not. counter argument. If you're sitting down, a cross a sash one versus a belt one uh-huh. sitting down is better. Yeah. No, it's not. It, you have it sits right there, and you have it all your stuff. You you have a keyboard in there. You, you can get down there. And get all, and get all, this is me picking out my stuff from hey. Okay, definitely watch YouTube right now. It works. I say belt. I say belt. It's much better. How much money do you think the Thunder ownership group should have put in for this? <laughs> what would be what would be an amount where people would be like, oh, okay, that's pretty half. good. Fifty three million. <laughs> I don't know. I, I hundred million it, to any amount that wasn't good, any amount that wasn't the all full amount would have still gotten people angry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People, and here's the thing: people are going to be angry no matter what. Yeah, that's just people just feel like they need to to say something to sound smart, and it's just annoying. Hey guys, I have one more question. It's are you miffed and are you Jimmy miff 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 miffed and peas? Stop. It can't oh. be that. It's, it Jimmy. is not that. Cause that. All right. Uh, you guys miffed and peeved? Tayshawn, you miffed? I'm oh, not really. I'm Gene Bead this week. That's good. Mm-hmm. Nothing specific happened. I'm miffed about Luke's uh, takes today, though. Come yeah. On. There's some wild takes. I don't know. They're just weird. Wear your belt. You liked a pimento sandwich. You're never going to get it again. No. I get one thing at each restaurant. I do not... Deviate. I, I'm not. Let's like go through it. McDonald's all around. Uh, piece chicken nugget. What do you get at Arby's? Uh, the the double roast beef sandwich, fries, mozzarella sticks. <laughs> oh <laughs> damn! <laughs> Apple turnover and, and a water. <laughs> oh water. water. Okay, okay, okay. Water. Water. Yeah, that's just fine. wrap it all up. In well, if health. I'm going to Arby's, I'm eating. <laughs> I want the meats, but I want to eat a lot. Okay. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we know Chick Fil A, McDonald's, Arby's. Taco what about Bell. Taco Bell? Taco Bell. I get a uh, number seven, which is the uh, quesadilla, Doritos Locos Taco, and a beef chalupa supreme and a water. Uh, Inaka, Inaka. Oh, I get the clear soup, the spicy edamame, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, a yellowtail roll, 
salmon nigiri, sometimes side of fried rice. Wow. Do you get uh, what's your beverage of choice there? It looks Water. like Sapporo. Do ha, do you have a a place where you sit down and they just bring you stuff because they know they know what like if I go to Virginia, uh, the ramen place. Yeah, I have I have the guy that works at the bar. If I just say I'll get my usual. Oh, you knows. have a he usual. Knows. He knows. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I have wow. no places like that. I have no usual. I have a usual. It is like one of my bucket list things is to go to a place with enough regularity where you have a usual. Really? Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it. man. I've done it. It's good. Hmm. Taylor, you got any usuals anywhere? No. No, no, no. I See, I couldn't go somewhere. I like food too much. I like like a... I like to eat at so many different places. I wouldn't be able to go to somewhere enough. I'm trying to so develop you, so you a just, usual. I wouldn't be this able place to go to Jerusalem one. in Edmond. It's a Mediterranean place, mm-hmm. and I've yeah. ordered the same thing now a couple times. Yeah. I'm trying to make it like my weekly thing on Wednesdays. I go to Jerusalem. Do you go in? Yeah, I go sit down. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So Taylor, you're saying every time you go, you're like, "What am I gonna get at every restaurant you go to?" Uh, I didn't say that, but I might. Yeah, I kind of do that. I do not. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a one thing. Well, I'm. I'm not one maybe a one thing, choice. but I give it a chance. But yeah, yeah. I. I like to try different things. Yeah, I like to try different things. No, if a restaurant's good, a restaurant's good. Yeah, that's true. That's uh, not always true. It's not I'm, always. True. I'm a little bit miffed and peeved. Is mm. my uh, body is just failing me, and oh, no. I had. I played on Wednesday night. We had church, and then after church, like I hang out with the students because you know I'm young and hip and cool, and mm-hmm. so I hang out with the students, and they play this game that's like I shouldn't be moving at all, where it's it's called kill ball, which perfect church game. So you line up in a circle with a volleyball, and you put people in the middle that you know don't do the game correctly, and you try to hit them with the ball, volleyball, very soft, very casual, very fun. I don't know what I did, but. I'm like, I woke up the next morning and my hip, I'm like, what is wrong with me? I did wow. very minimum movement and I feel like I need to go get surgery. <laughs> Stupid. Aging sucks. Shouldn't play games like Murder Face. Oh, yeah. oh my hip. Love you. Oh, my hip. Oh, my hip. Too much murder ball. Oh, no. Jimmy. <laughs> Oh, Andrew, no. you, you uh, miffed and peeved? Um, I mean, yeah, but no, I'm good. Um, no, no, I don't. Well, yeah, I am, but I'm good. What uh, media day in two weeks? Oh no! What are you miffed about? No. You don't. You can't say it on here. Oh no! Oh, you'll appreciate this one. I have to get a new refrigerator. Oh, oh no! Oh, my friend! My friend! My friend! What happened my to my stove o- up? What happened to y'all? Where, the, where did this come from? Where's my ice maker? Oh. It was. That's exactly what it was. And they don't. This crisp veggies. Our, fridge, our refrigerator is 18 years old. Wow! And the oh. uh, ice. <laughs> my friend is going to college. My friend graduated high school. <laughs> Got his diploma. He's going to get his education. Fridge school. 